When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, after years of planning, sweating, and going broke, here is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. And it left the media. Why they would give this man a podcast is anyone's guess. And there is what could only be a bizarre coincidence or something else. Welcome to the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Trapped, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, sir. Country music and fine moonshine. You look like the vermin-ridden son of a bitch you are. A podcast for every Everyone in the good old USA and all around the world. Quality booze and country music at its best. So you're saying you set my country music award on fire? The music, nice and loud. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Put it up to a eleven, exactly. You can email the show at bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. That's boots and whiskey podcast at gmail.com. Mr. Swimming with bow-legged women. All social media can be found at Boots and Whiskey Podcast. The show is great, even if you're sober. Well, my advice to you. Start drinking heavily. Jim loves his music and his whiskey. A real woman could stop you from drinking. It has to be a real big woman. This is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Great music, great booze, and fun, even for you non-drinkers. Y'all want to drink whiskey? <laughs> I'd like a Coca-Cola in a clean glass. Finally, a podcast that lets it all hang out. Let's level with America. Got your boots? Ready for some whiskey? These boots are made for walking. One of these days these boots are gonna walk all over you. And now, the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Boots and Whiskey Podcast. As always, I am your host. My name is Jim. I got a very, very special and very grateful interview here today for you. This interview comes from an up-and-coming country band called After Midtown. After Midtown opened for Kip Moore at Indian Ranch and, and for Kip Moore over his weekend run here in New England at Hampton Beach Casino Ballroom, Cape Cod Melody Tent, and ending the weekend at Indian Ranch in beautiful Webster, Massachusetts. Um, before I get into about After Midtown, um, I got to thank again the wonderful, wonderful people at Indian Ranch for having me for the show this weekend, as well as um, Kip Moore and his his people for having me out for the show to cover. If it wasn't for Kip and his team, this interview would have never have happened, at least not right now, that's for sure. So I want to thank them i i can't thank after midtown enough for this opportunity what a great couple of guys in this band so let me let me tell you a little bit about how this came to be um i had found out that they were opening for kip moore um in 
Indian Ranch at Indian Ranch, rather. And so like I do with everything else, I decided to give a shot and say hello and say, hey, you know, I'll be at the show. Would love to say hi, you know, so on and so forth. And those guys with open arms said, yes, absolutely. Would love to. And, um, you know, Adam and Michael of, of After Midtown, open arms, super dude, cool guys. Um, you're going to hear in this interview how down-to-earth and how special these guys really are. Um, you're not going to be disappointed with this interview. The only thing I'm going to say that I'm a little disappointed about with this interview is the quality is great. So I got new microphones for interviews, for when I you know, talk into them, do these intros. The over-the-phone call interviews are going to be kind of the same sound the same. We're working on that. I promise you that. Um, again, that's where the Venmo and the donations come in. Super helpful to get better gear, more gear, better quality stuff out for you. Um, so what you're going to hear is you might hear a little bit of what sounds like a heartbeat in this interview. Um, there's nothing wrong with your sound. There's nothing wrong with your with the quality unfortunately because these microphones are so new and it's still a learning curve um my tapping on the microphone um you're gonna hear it. it i've tried everything to get rid of it i don't want this interview to go to waste that's why it's being released so after midtown i i apologize so much if the quality isn't what you were hoping because it's not what i was hoping um the interview itself was absolutely fantastic. Again, Adam and Michael, thank you so, so much um, for your time and all of it and the hospitality and, you know, the, the very sweet guitar pick and the guitar strap and the photo, um, the photo I'm going to post on Instagram and everywhere else when this comes out. Um, you know, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, like I said to you in the inter interview or after or whatever, this is the biggest up and coming act I've had on this show. And I can't thank them enough for being the first of this magnitude and of this quality. So thank you so much. Um, without further ado, I am going to do a video about Kip's show and after Midtown show, probably on YouTube. That's what I'm going to do concert reviews um, from now on. They're all going to be videos posted to YouTube. Try to get, you know, all the channels covered, right? Um, so again, thank you so much. Without further ado, um, my conversation with After Midtown. Enjoy. That's fine. Yeah, that's, yeah. You don't got to be real well, close to it. We're no, recording anyway, so this yeah. is great. What is it? We're recording, so this is fine. Oh, oh we're already recording? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Green Room Sessions. What's up? Green Room right. Sessions. I just made so, that up. That's not actually the name of the show. So I'm here with After Midtown. If you guys want to say hi. That's right. What's hey. up, y'all? Thank you for having us, bro. We appreciate that, man. Hey, that real, that real smooth, deep voice, that's Michael. This voice right here, that's Adam. <laughs> I have the sexy voice. There's no doubt about it. I have the As, sexy hair, so it's okay. I know it's brittle. Like it's, I feel like people would people love hearing me, but they love seeing Adam. Yeah, you know, <laughs> well, you know, I, you know, I don't doubt that. 
So thanks so much for sitting down and taking some time after a after dude. A killer thanks show. for you literally shot us an Instagram message like ten minutes ago, yeah. and you were like, we were literally drinking and just watching Kip's set, and uh, he showed me, and I was like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Hell, hell yeah. Well, you know, and that's what I, you know, I found that out about doing this is that. You don't know unless you ask. Yeah, yeah, right? of course. 100%. So of course. if I don't ask, the answer's already no. And let me right. be clear. A year ago, no one gave a shit about us. So it means the world that people yeah. even want to take Honestly, right? a few minutes so, and sit down so, with us. So, so thanks, man. Yeah, for absolutely. So what? It. walk me through that. How does that How does that happen? How do you go from, you know, all things considered, nobody's to, I mean, your, your presence right, on yeah. Spotify and social media and your songs are fucking great. Good music um, and a good team. Good, good, good music and good management. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, uh, we've been really, really, you know, lucky and blessed this year, uh, last couple of years, honestly, to have uh, the best management in the game. Number one, um, and just honestly, like a, a a growing fan base that has been really receptive to, you know, what we've our our uh, interpretation of of uh, modern country music. You know, so. Uh, to us, good good management, good music, and, and, and a strong you know fan base, man. It's it's been that's been the trick and the key to all this. It's that's been awesome. Really good. Yeah. So, what was your? How did you be? How did you catapult into the stratosphere? Um, I would say that me, well, me and Adam, we met at the end of 2019, and we uh, we just started writing some songs together. You know, nice. just trying our hand at it. And yeah. one day we wrote a song called Boys Like Us. and uh, Which is a great fucking thing. Thank you, man. Yeah. Thanks, man. And yeah. we, we took it back home to Nashville with us and recorded it and uh, sent it off to a couple friends in the industry. And uh, a guy named Scott Frazier called us 10 minutes later and uh, was like, I got to know everything about these guys. And then, uh, you know, Scott used to manage a band called Saving Abel. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. The Saving Abel went on tour with a little band called Nickelback, <laughs> and uh, Nickelback at the time was tour managed by Chief. Yeah. And so Chief and Scott met back then, and when Scott wanted to manage us, he brought in Chief with him, and so I feel like we just have this absolute dream team now. And Chief also, we also have a third manager, Simon Tigman, who's incredible, and it's it's a little bit different for us, man, because they're not just business relationships. Like those guys are families, you know. Yeah. Like I'd, I'd be on the next flight if those guys needed us, you know. But right. chief chief managed uh, Florida Georgia Line as well, and uh, you know we, in a lot of ways, uh, those guys have kind of been like, uh, I guess, big brothers in in some sense. But slash um, dads, slash dads. But yeah. uh, no, it's uh, we're, we're the we're the luckiest uh, band in in the world as far as we're concerned, man. You know, to be managed by such great people so yeah that's awesome yeah. that's awesome so before you started the two of you yeah what were you doing before that man we were both really doing the same thing we yeah. were solo artists actually. Oh, okay. we moved to nashville separately as solo artists um you know we both had totally different sounds than what we bring to you know to a duo since now um but you know when after midtown started we kind of just kind of threw all of our influences at the same wall and see what stuck and uh whatever you hear you know on the record i mean that's literally just a combination of of uh his hip-hop influences slash we meet in the middle on a lot of rock stuff you yeah. know i'm a big i'm a big 90s country fan a big old school country fan so like we meet in the middle on the on, on the uh, rock stuff but you know just trying to bring like a fresh new sound to it man so. we don't we don't try to sound like anything you know it's just it's just the way that it comes out right. you know? it's just so, you guys it's it's this beautiful mixture of influences and yeah. here we are yeah i mean it definitely does have that 
you know, like you said, that modern country Nashville sound. Yeah, sure. You know? And and you know we we love that. Um, we love to hear that as well. You know, I mean, uh, all things considered, I think we still completely believe that this is hundred percent country music still at yeah. the end of yeah. the day, but. Um, you know, we like to have a little rock, a little hip hop flair to it every once in a while. Music evolves, right? You know, and I think that, you know, it's it's. We didn't know it at the time, and like I said, we're we're not we're not trying to by any means, but I think we're kind of paving our own lane a little bit, and it's it's really unique to see the people that resonate with it because me and Adam, you know, we kind of call our thing warped warped tour country. Yeah, you know, right. <laughs> yeah, that's There's, I yeah. think that's a fair assessment. There's yeah. so many people that grew up like we did listening to rock punk rock emo rock going to warp tour yeah. and things like that but grew up in the country right. like we did you yeah. know so i want to we want to talk about you know how we grew up but we also want to give you everything that you loved about rock music it, it, with taste you yeah. know what i mean and but at the same time it's uh you know we as songwriters like it's we would sound the way that we sound now no matter no matter what you know it's not that we tried to sound this way honestly it's that there's a constant push and pull between the two of us as songwriters and as artists you know um, to, to com combine our efforts and make this sound together so um, you know we, we just feel that you know uh, rock influence and the, and the hip hop influences is exactly who we are you know in, in country music so we hope everyone digs it no I, you know it's for you know for my listeners you know your sound is way different not in a bad way it's actually in a really good way than mm -hmm. than what is promoted or what i promote right sure. but i i love your sound because for the other acts like you guys in nashville right now you guys sound the most authentic thank oh, you man. appreciate that man thank you, know, you and i'm sure you know the other ones i'm talking about right well I mean, <laughs> yeah. without without saying names no. <laughs> well, dude, it's just, it's a thing where, you know, a lot of people move to town and, and don't get me wrong. We did it for the longest time. A lot of people move to town and they write to the radio. Right. You know what I mean? They write to what is right now. And there's not a thing wrong with that. No. If that's what you love. That's what you love. But I think there are a lot of people out there that, that maybe think they have found their sound, but haven't yet. Let me tell you something right now. Two, three years ago, I thought I had my sound. I didn't. Right. You know, I same, was, same to me as well. You know I mean? As a solo, you know, both of us as solo artists, like, we grew so much just yeah. from the experience of forming a duo. Yeah. Even you know, we grew individually as songwriters yeah. in this entire process. So, you know, it's been really, uh, it's been really refreshing, honestly, to us. I think as musicians too, to combine our our sounds and, and make what we have made now. So, so we were talking off air before we started about yeah. your your connections in town, right? In town meaning Nashville, right? How. How did you get those connections? Was it just a luck of the draw? What do you mean by connections? Like, we were talking about who you play softball with, mm. right? Oh, Dude, sure. honestly, how do you meet those people in town? We, do you just grind, <laughs> or do you just it's so, somebody walks into Tootsie's one day and sees? Well, and, that, and this is an important this is an important segment. Honestly, if if anyone's listening, what's that, the advice we always give people? <laughs> if you're an aspiring uh, songwriter, if you haven't moved to town yet, Nashville. If you haven't moved to Nashville, you're an aspiring singer, songwriter, artist, whatever it is. Honestly, um, the best thing you can possibly do is go out to the bar every single night as soon as you move to town because yeah. you're just going to meet, organically, you're just going to meet your friends, first of all, number one, but but every, everyone, you know, that you end up vibing with in the industry, you know, and, and you end up forming 
this camp and this family around you, even if it's people from other from other things like Kip, you know Kip's whole family here that we're on tour with, you know, this week. These are forever friends yeah. now, you know. And and some of these folks we've met at the bar in Nashville, and some of these folks we're meeting now, you know, on tour. But but that's the best thing you can possibly do for yourself is just uh, uh, go to the bar and network. I mean, dude, take a guy like take a guy like Cole Swindell for example. Cole's family to us now, you know what yeah. I mean, and. Yeah. You know, had had we have not been in the the bar down on Demumbrian, I don't know, a year, <laughs> year and a half ago, whatever it is, and bump into him, and he says what's up, and you know, I don't know, one way or another, now now he's family to us, right. and right. it's just right. those things only happen in Nashville. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? It's a really unique thing. So, yeah. but honestly, that I think that goes for I think a lot of other I mean, essentially business owners right. would tell you the same thing. Right. Yeah. Now, when you when we talk about the bars and the Nashville scene, would you suggest staying Lower Broadway or would you say go anywhere that's gonna take you? So I, I, I would, it's important to note that, you know, like there is such a, I don't know, like there, there is a, a separation between, I, I feel like Lower Broadway and the, in the, in the touristy parts of Nashville and, and what we consider and what everyone else considers local yeah you know, like Midtown to Montreal. bars Midtown yeah. you know it was actually you know like where our name came from and where we got our start is uh, Midtown um, but uh, no I you know I, you got to experience the city as a whole definitely mm -hmm. you know it's it's important to, uh, to see what goes on down on Broadway yeah um, and and see the legendary uh, you know honky talks and that kind of thing but there's a lot of great bars and a, and a lot of great networking that goes on um, off of Broadway. Yeah, I'm sure. And, uh, mostly the Mumbai and Midtown. The, mostly yeah. Midtown, yeah. It's kind of the local spots. Yeah. Yeah. The Tin so, Roof, the Red Door, the Losers, Winners. Right, right, right. right, right. Yeah. So, so pretty much if if you're trying to make a name for yourself, those little off-of-Broadway off places are... Well, you never know. I mean, you know, at one point in time, uh, Mikey and I had both played gigs on, on Broadway and... and that's kind of a whole nother world in itself, you know, mm -hmm. sometimes, but um, as far as networking goes, man, I mean, as long as you're out and you're just meeting people and you're shaking hands and you're having beers and, and having drinks with people, uh, that's that's the best thing you can possibly yeah. do. Because so. you never know, man. Those are like orga those are organic things, right. too. You know, you can't force a friendship or something like no, that. Right. You, just, you just end up meeting some people that are just like you and, exactly. I don't know, you find, you yeah. find your lane, I guess. Yeah. So where is home for you guys? Uh, before you came to Nashville. Okay. So, I grew up in uh, southwestern Pennsylvania. Oh, nice. Uh, kind of a couple hours outside of Pittsburgh. Little town, like 200 people, middle of nowhere. A lot of Amish surrounded yeah. by me <laughs> growing up. Yeah. And uh, I grew up in southwest Ohio. Oh, nice. A little town right between Cincinnati and Dayton. Uh, a little farm town. And yeah. It was great, man. I had a great childhood. I loved it. And, yeah, uh, yeah that's where I grew up. So... How long from, let's say, high school, college, whatever, to you deciding to root sure. yourself into Nashville? It was definitely different for both of us, you know? Super different. Yeah, we both have different kind of trajectories as far as our life path goes before Nashville, for sure. But Adam knew what he wanted to do way before I did. <laughs> I actually did my, I had, um, I did my, like, every. I think everybody does like a senior project, like a PowerPoint yeah. or something like yeah, that, yeah. Or like what you want to do when you girl whatever and uh actually did mine on being a professional musician because i was already like almost there nice by the time i graduated I, I had actually put out my first like demo cd when i was like 
junior year of high school. It was terrible. It was the worst thing you've ever heard. But, but nonetheless, it was uh, that was that's where I started, man. And you know, I kind of knew that I always wanted to be a musician, lifelong, professionally. So. Well, thank God you did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, once I got done with high school, I man, I sounds cheesy, dude, but um, I was I was in third grade when nine eleven happened, and I just damn. Since then, I, you're you're much younger than I thought. <laughs> we were both. Are you saying I look old, bro? No, no. I just I thought you were like more like my age. No, than, no, dude. I because I was in ninth grade when nine eleven happened, and my wife and I talk about it. And it's like damn, we were fourteen yeah, years man. old. Yeah, it's like because yeah. we, we're old enough to remember our life before all that shit. For sure. And now life, you know, since uh, then. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. And actually, um, important, actually kind of a important note here for me, like I grew up 20 minutes from where Flight 93 actually oh, crashed. Wow. So, um, you know, we were surrounded by that uh, pretty much my entire childhood. You know, we, we would go down and, and visit memorials and, and that kind of thing. And um, But uh, I was in third grade as well, actually, when that happened. Yeah. Damn. And ever since then, I I mean, I know it sounds weird to, to say that you made that decision that long ago, but kind of ever since that happened, I just always wanted to join the military. Yeah. You know, so. Did you? Yeah, I always nice. had like this curiosity about it and stuff, and I just wanted to serve, you know, just just do my part, I guess, right. you know. Well, thank so, you for that. Oh, no, of course, dude. So I did four years active army, did two years in Germany, two, two down in Georgia, and uh, honestly, man, it was a freaking great experience, and I feel like I grew a lot as a person. Here, dude, and absolutely, and like, here's where this story gets kind of interesting I don't even know if I've ever told him this actually I was breaking news when I had um, <laughs> when I when I had that that uh, that first like demo album or whatever that I that I put together uh, I was actually super interested as well in joining the army and uh, I remember sitting in a recruiter's office and I had given him like a that, that album like a week earlier mm-hmm. and uh, when I met him and uh, when I met with him like the second time he was like, man, you're, you know, I think you got something here. Like, I would love to, love to recruit you, but, you know, I love this, love what you're doing on this, you know, this music side of things. So, and that really made me think about, you know, like what was next. And, yeah, because those guys don't give a shit. No, they really don't <laughs> right, right, most yeah, of the right. time. But you know what? Shout out to, uh, I honestly, I feel so terrible. I don't remember his name right now, but I ended up playing then in my local area that he was, you know, the recruiter was also from. I ended up playing in his town, and he would come out, like, five years later and have drinks with me, you know, when I was playing some solo show. And uh, it was just uh, one of those things where it was like, man, it was, you know, it was crazy to hear, like, a recruiter tell me I shouldn't join the military. But <laughs> that was yeah. like... Hey, glad he did. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad right. he did, too, yeah. man. I, you know, we, uh, we both... Our, both of our paths have, have uh, led us to, to exactly where we're at right now, and we couldn't be more thankful for that. So. That's awesome. Well, that, that's, that's great stories. Yeah. And again, thank you for... Yeah. Um, so now, you know, over the last year or so, you guys have kind of, you know, shot your way up. What's next? Dude, um, we're, we're writing... Although, you know, like, it's not like new music gets released every day or anything. We are writing every day, yeah. you know, yeah. and... and you know, we write for as long as we can and, and, and come up with the best songs that we can. And I would just say that um, we definitely plan to release some form of new music by the end of the year. Nice. And um, I think we would also both tell you that if you like the first project, I think you'll be blown away by the second one. Humbly, you know, we just are, are very excited about it. We're super proud of it. You know, I mean, it's um, I think now that we have like our first record under our belt that we can now literally like you know 
song songs to us now are, are starting to we're starting to kind of come into our, our style and our own now at, at, you know as a duo and as an act so it's uh it's really exciting that you know we get to put out some new music this year and uh can't wait but i think the biggest part of the plan is tour 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 you yeah. know for the last year that we missed doing what we love the most and you know you, you you can be the best songwriter in the world you can do whatever the music videos are cool the photo shoots are cool but at the end of the day me and adam are both the exact same way we love nothing more than playing live that's yeah. the reward of it all yeah. and that's really you know i mean uh, it's the way we started, but also, you know, with, with the way that the music industry is now, it's, there's a lot of emphasis on, on social media kind of stuff, and uh, we love that, but we just really want to kind of go out there organically and shake hands and build a fan base yeah. that way. You yeah. know? And, you so, know, those are always the best fans. You yeah, know, those are the ones that actually care. Yeah. You know, these Kip yeah. Moore fans have absolutely have incredible open arms. Like, yeah. it's unbelievable yeah. the way that they've loved us. So, yeah, that's awesome. Shout out Kip, man. So, have you guys just been doing this leg the last couple of days? Or? Correct. Yeah, yeah. We, we've been kind of, uh, you know, shout out to CAA, uh, who who books all of our shows for us. Um, you know, we've been kind of jumping around a little bit from, from camp to camp and opening for, for different people. We just came off a run with Uncle Cracker, actually, which was nice. pretty cool. Yeah. Kind of a, kind of a cool nostalgic, yeah. you know, thing for us. Um, but uh, so that's kind of, you know, that, that's, been, that's been what we've been doing, man. We've just been really blessed and, and, and excited to just be on these different runs with, with different headliners. And, and uh, Kip's one of our one of our favorites so it's, yeah. it's, it's awesome to be here that's awesome yeah so do you guys know who you're going out with next or we don't no no we we actually have a we're headlining our own college tour actually oh, nice. um you know throughout november december no so, one knows that yet by the way oh that's and, true that's that is uh that is secret of information i guess <laughs> right now <laughs> maybe by the time this comes out there'll be some uh some instagram posters and shit like that but uh but yeah no that's that's kind of what's on our radar next nice so. all right so you said November, December? Right. Are you yeah. coming here? Uh, we, we are, are actually. Are. Yeah, yeah, UMass. A few oh, Massachusetts right. dates. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, up this way. Awesome. So we really hope to see uh, some, uh, some of the folks we saw this week uh, at a couple of these yeah. shows. We have, campus. yeah. We've been, you know, building kind of what's awesome, too, and I'm sure there's other camps and other fan bases this way, but, like, Kip's fan base has been... You know, all the shows this week have been relatively close, like within a couple hour drive. Yeah. So all these people have literally seen us play all all three or four of these shows yeah. this week, and so we've been kind of building a rapport with with some of this fan base, and and uh, we're excited to see, you know, some people that we got to meet here. Yeah, that's um, awesome. in, in the next few months, so that's awesome. Well, you know, I know I know for one that if you get close enough to me, because UMass from here, UMass Amherst from here is like an hour and a half to you know sure. but um you know if you're out closer to the boston area i'll definitely be there oh, yeah man. and if it's on a saturday i might just take, <laughs> take the drive thank you brother yeah. well if you need a if you need a um if you need a hitter you know to sit, sit in for you on your softball league team uh, yeah you know well i mean we won the championship your beer league this team. morning so we're, we're, we're <laughs> I you know, mikey right here yeah. you want to know what our softball team name is by the way? <laughs> of course i do i think this is the most hilarious shit in the world so you can only hit five home runs per game in our league, right? Okay. So we are the five dinger death punch. That's awesome. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm proud of it. Oh, also, yeah. for everyone out there listening, sorry that we don't have much of a voice today. We've been on the singing for like 10 days straight. So oh, it's probably, yeah, this is 
probably the most raspy interview yeah. anyone's ever That's heard. That's all right. We sound like the dude from the Chantix commercial. I do, yeah. <laughs> but yep. you know what? It's organic, and that's what this whole, you know podcast is about it's it. just exactly. music bro it's just about how a real conversation amongst friends for sure man you know yeah, just I love that. authentic you know because you know and I tell everybody where if the fans don't know your story they can't connect to the music as much as Correct. you maybe want them to and we want that too man we want everybody to know who we are as, as people not only as artists but like you know I mean we we tend to talk a lot on stage sometimes but it's because we want to we, we want to build, you know, our fan base with people that understand what we're going for and, and who, where we come from, who we are. Uh, Bro, we look out in the crowd every night and we can see a thousand people that clearly grew up the exact same yeah, way. Yeah, it's, it's very, yeah. You know, yeah. And, and, and we just want people to know that. Like, I mean, this, it, you know, I guess it sounds easy to say, but I'm telling you right now. I don't care if we have 10 number ones on the radio. I don't care if we're selling stadiums. It's just music, man. Yeah. You know, right. I spent four years of my life with some real real badasses, right. you know, and yeah. this is just music. And it's something that we love, and we are blessed enough that people pay their hard-earned money to come see sure. people like us put on a show. It's not that serious. Yeah. You're not better than nobody. Your voice ain't louder than nobody right. else's. So you take time and you acknowledge every single one of those people that spent two or three hours of their worth of their salary that right. week to right. come see you. Right. And you know, it, you know, I can't thank you guys enough because, you know, in doing this, surprisingly enough, I don't always get that reception or that, you know, like yes, I want to talk to you. Yeah. You know, a lot. Of, there's sometimes there's a lot of rigmarole and there's a lot of sure, you know, red you know, tape and, and all that bullshit. A year ago, I, nobody yeah. gave a shit. Well, yeah. but you know what? Yeah, they do yeah. now. Yeah, you know. Thanks, man. So no, yeah, we appreciate it, man. It, it's. Uh, it's just uh, it's been a it's been a humbling journey for us honestly to you know to grow with this whole thing and and to have you know guys like yourself and to reach out and want to interview us and that kind of thing so we, you know we appreciate it man yeah, and you're clearly a cool dude so guess what I, yeah, we're, yeah. I appreciate it we're people people so yeah. from now on whatever you need he's rocking like, a Luke Combs hat by the way in I, this interview I What's am up? well this. I'm a big Luke fan. That's it. Yeah. Hey, so everybody is, man. I'll, I'll tell you a quick story. So the first time I saw Luke live, Luke and I have almost the same birthday. We're like a day or two apart. Okay. And so for my birthday, the first time I saw Luke, my wife got me tickets. We had just found out we were pregnant with our baby. Oh, nice. And we were walking into the stadium, and one of the local radio stations were outside, and they were doing you know the games. Hey, you could win meet and greet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, we didn't win the game. But my wife was like, well, it's my husband's birthday tomorrow or, you know, whatever it was. And we just found out we were pregnant. So we got meet and greet passes. So we got to meet Luke. And, um, you know, I've, I was a fan of Luke's way before that. Sure. And, um, you know, that, that whole thing just kind of helped push this podcast along because I love him. I love Eric Church. I love yeah. all yeah. these, you know, people that I saw when they were you know, nobodies. You know, I saw Eric Church in a room of 300 people. That's awesome. You know, yeah. so it's kind of my way to give back. Yeah. You know, that, that's totally how I get it, see it. Well, the thing is, is like, you know, you know, you have your, your casual country fan, then you have folks that maybe love it a little more or are or a little more involved, et cetera, et cetera. But those casual fans need folks like you doing things yeah. like this for when they want a little something more to dive into. So, dude, thank you for doing yeah, this. Absolutely. And, yeah. you know, like following a lot of these people, like, I, you know, I'll talk to anybody in the industry. Yeah. You know, perfect example, you know, I have, I think it's next week, I have Drew Parker's drummer coming up. Yeah. Oh, nice. You cool. know, so it's... Yeah. It's a different perspective, right, man. Right, Drew and I, Parker's drummer. Yeah, Greg Allen. Greg Allen, okay. Yeah. Know. 
Not sure, yeah. But Drew's, Drew's great and he's yeah. well respected, man. Yeah, and you know, so I thought we knew, we, I think we know some people over there. I can't remember right now off the top of my head, but that's awesome, man. Yeah, that, and like know, that's, uh, that's kind of my thing. You know, I'll talk to anybody and if that leads to something bigger and, you know, and talking to you guys, you guys are the biggest act I've had. No, so, thanks, man. So thank you. Oh, for that. Well, hey, dude, thanks for having I us. I love that dude. mentality, bro. Yeah, you know, oh. you got to keep grinding. You never know who's listening. Too. It's just music. Good right. conversation it's, and good people are mean a little bit more. Yeah. Right. So my last question, I. You know, I can't, again, thank you for taking the time that you have. Um, and my wife laughs at me, but I have two questions I always ask. Let's sure. do it. Um, I see you're wearing boots. Right. What, who are they? Tacovas. Tacovas. Yeah, you- I've been, we, uh, so Chief, our manager, and uh, Simon, too. I think, is Simon an investor in Tacovas as well? I'm maybe, not, maybe sure. But I Chief, de- so, yeah. Chief definitely is. And uh, I've been, uh, I've been, Lucky enough to get a pair of boots for free, man. Nice. <laughs> Shout I, out to Kova. <laughs> I'm a big ostrich fan, so I got a, oh, some pair of they're, ostrich they're, they're stellar. On, man. Appreciate it, man. Because I was going to wear my boots and jeans today, and I was like, oh, it's man. too fucking hot. New balances are cool, too, <laughs> yeah. man. Since he's my the, dad's shoes. Since, yeah. <laughs> since he's the pretty one, that's why they must give him the free boots. <laughs> do you wear boots? I do. Yeah. yeah. Every now and again. Do you have he, a favorite pair? Do he's got a, his own style. Though. Yeah. yeah. Really, I mean, that's true. I don't like, like, your cowboy. Cowboy. Right. You know I mean? Yeah, yeah. But right, that, right. you know, that's what makes us a duo, too, right. man. You know, you need a little cowboy on this side, a little bit yeah. of uh, yeah. punk rock on this side. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you got to have that, you know, country rock and yeah, roll balance. And whiskey. Yeah. Do we like it? Love it. Love what, it. What's our favorite? I, so, I had... I've, I've my bourbon game has gotten a little stronger over the last couple <laughs> yeah. of years. Um, I honestly am an Eagle Rare fan, top shelf. If that's, I mean, I think that's top shelf to me. I don't know. Yeah. If top shelf to me. Woodford, big Woodford fan. Yeah. Uh, but I think our, our go to is is honestly some just good old Jack D or yeah. some some Maker's Mark. Um, I peaked in high school, so believe it or not, I actually <laughs> really love Fireball. Nice, good for you. I swear on my yeah, life, you I know did. that. Around here, that's top shelf. <laughs> so. Yeah, hey, oh, where I come from, it is too, buddy. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's always funny. You can tell the different towns. You you go back to, like, my town, Shot of Fireball is like, you know, I don't know, $7 or something. Not even. You go to, like, a, a decent town, yeah. like, yeah, dude, like, Fireball is like $3. Yeah. We basically right. give it away. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you guys so much. I really Thanks, appreciate your time. Anytime yeah, man. Thank you for having us, yeah. man. We really absolutely. appreciate it. Um, yeah. Yeah, so in, until next time. That's it, man. Thanks. Yeah, hit we'll us up again and we'll come yeah, back. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And as as we go, you know, if you want to stay in touch and when the next project comes, I don't out, know. I, we can't promise that the the next green room will be this this not, uh, nice, but this uh, not right. This, this is, is a great one, man. Right. But um, but yeah, dude, hit us up again. We'll we'll love to come back cool. on. So awesome, guys. Thanks so much. Thanks, yeah, man. Oh well, there you have it. Right, what a great conversation with After Midtown again. Adam, Michael, thank you so much for your time. Thank you to uh, Chief and everybody else in your management. I can't, I really can't thank you for the hospitality enough. Um, What an incredible group of guys. As you heard, they will be coming back around for a college tour. They'll be at UMass Amherst. They'll be in Northeastern or Easton, whatever the college is out there. I can never for the hell of, for the life of me, remember the uh the college in easton it's not stonehill or maybe it is i don't know um easton they're gonna be there on veterans day i'm gonna do everything i can to get to that show for sure to see those guys again because they're just absolutely fantastic live and a great couple of dudes that i just want to support as much as i can 
Um, so until next time, the next episode you're going to hear is going to be from who's coming. Martin and Kelly will be here. Um, a few others. Russell James is also this week. You're not going to want to miss that one. I promise you on that. Um, and yeah, typical stuff, guys. Instagram, Facebook, at Boots and Whiskey Podcast. Twitter, at Boots Whiskey. TikTok, at Boots and Whiskey Podcast. YouTube now, too. There's a there's a video that I was sent from a fan of Kip Moore. That's up there. Go check that out. Um, and all the concert reviews are going to be on there. I have an old Tim McGraw and Faith Hill from the Soul to Soul Tour that I'm going to try to post onto here. Um, see if that's going to work for me. Uh, because I think that would be that'd be fun to see some younger Jim. Younger. Fucking, it's been two years. Um, talk about that tour because that was a lot of fun. That's That has a lot of views already. Um, if you go to Jim Belisle on YouTube... You'll uh, you'll see it. It's it's all about Tim and Faith. Um, it has a ton of views already. So, you know, to to three hundred and three views. Ooh. Um. So yeah, if you if you want to check that out, that'd be awesome. Um, I'm gonna get it on the YouTube. I'm gonna try to anyway. And then um, yeah, we're gonna keep rocking and rolling with this. I can't thank you all enough. If you want to email us, like the top of the show said, at bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. As always, American Grit and Grace, Dirt Roads Scholar Supply Co., and Rowdy Roads, thank you for your support and your love and everything that goes with it. Until next time, keep your boots on the ground. Keep that whiskey flowing in that glass. We'll see you next time around. Thank you all so much. Have a great night. Enjoy your next episode. Keep keep coming, keep subscribing, keep telling me what you think. I appreciate all the love. Till till next time guys. Good night.